what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So So, in case you ain't no so, and welcome back to another dope episode of Sports with So So. Coming to you live, y'all. This week, we got the Dolphins making it five in a row, but in a real bad way. The Heat find their rhythm on the West Coast with a big win. The Panthers are clawing for some type of stability in their season. And Hurricanes basketball is back on the map. It's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go. Yo, I think this is the most dressed up you've been for the program. Well, you know. I'm I mean, a you're gentleman. wearing a college shirt. I'm a gentleman. I'm a wearing gentleman. a college shirt. I know uh, you gave me some shit about my wardrobe <laughs> on the show and, you know, some of my decisions. You know, look real comfortable here at home. Hey. But, uh, you know, today I decided to dress up. Business casual. I like you know, it. Meaning I had a round of golf beforehand. <laughs> a and meeting. A business meeting. Meeting out on the golf course. Yes. And then proceeded to just come home and, and set up and get ready to record the show. And then we get to work. So I really didn't have time to change, really. I like it. I hey. like it. I like it, man. I like it. Miami Golf Rose, go follow. Subscribe. Forget about follow. Go subscribe both. right now to the YouTube channel. Instagram and YouTube. Follow, Let's subscribe. Go, man. Both. Let's go. Road, Let's to, go road to 500. We're on the way there, and we're on the way to our 500 subscriber as well on YouTube, so make sure to go ahead and hit that like, comment, and subscribe button, especially on our latest video, OnlyFans, where we discuss the Dolphins' fifth loss in a row. Martin's Shout out back. to Martin. Yeah, Martin's man. back. He's One back. time for Martin. Go listen. <laughs> Facts. And you know what? He has some very interesting Bro, takes, it's right? good, man. I like having Martin on. He's been busy the last couple of weeks. Yeah, man. And he just hasn't been able to get on because he's been traveling. He went to a game out in L.A. and Facts. stuff. And he just hasn't been able to get on. But we were able to link up yesterday. It felt good to have the boys back together. No, we needed it. We needed it because it, it, you you need to be able to like lean on somebody during these hard times. And the Dolphins find themselves in some really hard times, bro. Uh, they lose their fifth game in a row. Uh, you know, take a, a, a ugly loss to to a bad Patriots team up in New England, twenty three to twenty one. And um, yeah, the score may seem like it was a close game, right? But if you're a Dolphins fan, you know that you you, you didn't feel confident of us having a shot. To win this game realistically. And we did, man. We almost did. We, you know, again, we break the whole thing down on OnlyFans. Go ahead and check that out. But uh, we we did, at the end, we did have a chance. And then Teddy Bridgewater just handed the game over to the Patriots. Unfortunately, I, I can't, you know, it sucks to put the blame on him. But it's like, you know, when you look at the, the whole game in its entirety and you see that, you know, we have a chance and then we give up an, a pick six. Yeah. Like, you take away those six points. How many points did our defense give up? Yeah. For sure. You got to give them a little bit of credit. Even though we were real thin, we were missing a lot of guys. Correct. We were missing, you but, know, Bradshaw, missing but, Xavier Howard. But to be fair, they were missing key guys too, right? And what we were expecting is to see the Dolphins take advantage of that and say, yeah, we're missing guys, they're missing guys, but we're still the better team, right? And Who were they missing exactly? I don't want to challenge you. I don't mean to. Uh, they were missing a safety and a two... Lineman, an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. Their name escaped me because I don't I don't pay attention to to sure, like sure. like that. But I know that they had some key guys out because in the pregame I'm listening to it and I'm like, all right, they're losing they have guys out in, in certain spots. We have guys out in certain spots that, that are kind of key. Let's see who has the better team, which quarterback can play better, make the least mistakes. And bro, it's weird to say that Mac Jones outplayed Teddy Bridge. Is it though? Yeah, because so we expected, it, hold it, on, hold on, because we expected Teddy B to come in here this season and be serviceable. 
And he's been below average, not even serviceable. So, yeah, Mac Jones is serviceable I because mean, he goes out there and he can stand up and throw the ball and complete some passes. This dude can't. Teddy hasn't been great. He hasn't been great. I'm not here to defend Teddy Bridgewater because going into this game, I was very adamant that I didn't think we had a shot, frankly, you know, going into Foxborough against this New England Patriot team that has had their own issues this year. Right. Because of the fact that Teddy was the quarterback, you know, the few, the small sample size that we have of Teddy, you know, playing this year was not very good. Nope. And so we weren't confident when Tua, you know, is in concussion protocol. And now we have him to start. Uh, Martin made a point on OnlyFans. Uh, he would have rather seen Scotter Thompson taking the full week. That's a that's a coaching decision above our pay grade. You know, we're only right. fans that comment on this stuff. <laughs> but it's easy to say that now, you know, hey, go with the rookie instead because Teddy hasn't shown us anything. But you think, too, hey, Teddy's been in these situations before. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. He He's taken the, the, all the snaps. You know what I mean? He knows he, all the plays. He looked good for the first half of that game. I'm not, I got to give him a little bit of credit here. Right. It's just the, the worst play that he looked the worst on was the one where he gave away the game and got hurt well, all in the same play. He it's, also just had, kind of a, it's kind of misfortunate. He also had a couple of really bad throws or at least decisions where he threw the ball, right? We talked about the that. McCourty throw or McCourty missed that interception. And it was like, man, you know, that's a blatant, blatant miss where you're like, you know he's not out there throw the ball outside at least no you're throwing it dead in well the i mean of the it, field. it just could have been a miscommunication i get it but he, again teddy b knows better skyler makes that mistake i'm like all right you're learning skyler you got away with one teddy b makes that mistake and i'm like bro really like you're better than that dude you know and and you know what and i only say that to say that we would burn tool if the same thing happened to oh, him. Oh, 100%. But who right? was so our starting then, quarterback? I get it. But we still got to keep it consistent because we knew that Teddy B was brought in to be serviceable, dog. You get what I'm saying? And I don't think that he's been serviceable this year. We would have won at least one game with Teddy B coming in. You would have figured that at least, right? He's got his, some action, some off the bench, some starting. Nothing with that guy. Yeah, and it's not on all him, but still. It's not. But if he doesn't throw the pick, the pick six... We win this game. It, it's a, it, it potentially be a different story. Sanders missed a field goal, right? There you go. That's a point. At, That's at, another at point. That at, another three points that we left. Jason Sanders that we that we we 50, left out was there. Was it fifty or forty nine yards? Somewhere it doesn't in that matter. range. Matter. It doesn't matter I mean, for for me. It doesn't the, matter. In those conditions in Foxborough, you gotta you gotta take that into account. Come on, bro. What That's about? That's not easy for everybody to make, and he's not a big leg guy. I get in the first it. Place. I get it. But what about when he was banging all those field goals last year? You get what I'm saying? And the year before, you, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, yep. this is not the year to to fail. And and that's another guy who's been subpar, subpar. And, and we've left a lot of points out there. We've lost games because of this shit. The stuff that we're going to look back on, like like you and I spoken about, like we're going to look back on later on as the season ends and be like, yo, for real? We seriously underachieved with this team. Still did better than a lot of the teams that we've had in the past. But that's not saying a lot. If this is the best team we've had in 15 years, a team that went from eight and three to eight and eight, barely finding a way to get into the playoffs. We win. We're going to have the same record from last year, nine and eight. Only difference is that we made the playoffs, but we choked our way into the playoffs. We didn't like, you know, triumphantly walk we in didn't and cement our, ourselves into it, into the, the playoff contention category. And again, we have to, yet, frankly, to say, we lose next week and we're out. Yeah, for sure. And not to say that we're on their level, but look at these teams, right? You've got Kansas City, 
heading into the playoff strong as hell. Buffalo heading into the playoff strong as hell. Hell, Cincinnati heading into the playoffs strong as hell. Speaking of which, they're both playing each other right now. I got to look into that. Check that score real quick. There's fantasy football implications. And and for all of you fantasy footballers out there, congrats to all you champions out there. Correct. Tonight's game might be the deciding factor. And to all the sackles out there, I feel your pain. Yeah. I feel your pain. And look, man, look what you got back there, buddy. Oh, what's this? This? Just nothing. This whole thing? This whole thing. Uh, this is just a little trophy I won. Or, it's nothing. Uh, you know, nothing my, big. This time, tomorrow, it'll be officially mine. But, uh, yeah, it was a hard-fought season, and I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve this. You know, uh, the, this this Dolphins team, dog, for real, for real, when we look back, Jay, we're going to be so upset with how everything turned out. Win, lose, or draw. And, and and not to say that the whole season is a loss or it's a wash or we're going to look down on everything that was positive this year. No, we're not. But this has that same feeling of same old Dolphins choking on themselves. Can't get right in December, regardless of who's at quarterback, regardless who's at wide receiver playing defense. There's plenty of stuff to look at on this team and be like, yeah, I don't know how we went from Super Bowl contender to barely in here because there were people talking Super Bowl. Remember that shit? I was and, one of those people. And I was like, let's let's pump those so brakes. Then let me be let me defend my people. <sighs> I gotta defend my people. Defend your people, though. Because you know, and, and this is gonna be short because we gotta go on and kind of discuss the remainder of the game, if not the preview for next week, our final game. Let's do that. Um, but man, number one. We have had health issues. We've had some health issues on the offensive side of the ball with Teron Armstead first getting true, hurt, true. missing a game, or then coming back. Now, obviously, most recently, Tua being out. And then also, uh, on top of that, the biggest thing for me, so, is just the schedule, man. You look so, at these losses. Let's look at these losses from beginning to end, right? Bring them up. All right. What are the what are the the first one? The first one on was, the to the was, 49ers, the, was to the 49ers. The beginning Niners, of the West Coast trip. Who won this week and are right now one one of the best teams in football. But let's keep it in context. Had a shot in the fourth quarter to win the game, threw up on ourselves. Next. Against the number one team in football right now. Number Argu- one defense. Argu- arguably. Defense. They should have bet yesterday. Defense. Still won the game. No, the defense didn't do that great. I'm just saying, they're the, the number offense, one defense. The offense did enough to carry that uh, defense yesterday, right. in my opinion. No, they did. Um, all right. Next game after that was the Los Angeles Chargers, who right now are in the playoff. Ahead of us because we choked, and we had that game too. That was another close game. Hmm. After that, we go into Buffalo. Have that game too. Fourth, fourth quarter shows up, eight-point lead. Super Bowl favorite. These are all above 500. Playoff. Potential winning teams. You guys know what he's getting at, right? Hold on. Go ahead. Next game after that. We lose to the Packers. A surging Aaron Rodgers team who three weeks ago had a 1% chance of making the playoffs beats us. And now they have a real good shot at making the playoffs. At home, dog. We lost to the Packers team at home. They're they're with at, a, again another chance to win the game. They're at five hundred. Another one of my and points. we threw it away, gave it away. But they're at five hundred. Another good team. And then we have this game against the Patriots, which we're on our. They're they're trash, right? Because we know that they're trash. But we throw away the game and they win. Division opponent in a tough environment the on the road. Dog, I, I get it. I you mean, wanna... I can look for excuses for all of them, all but you're, you are absolutely 100% <laughs> right. The Dolphins have choked in all five of these games, all which five, they could have They could have won. Were all these games decided by one possession or less? Yeah. Every single one of them. Pretty much. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at it right now. Absolutely. And so that's going to be Dolphins throw up on themselves. That's going to be our, that's our the, title for this episode. Especially for the second, <laughs> the second, the second half of the season. You know what I mean? Like, again, it went into shambles and there's so many things to point at to say, this is why, you know, and, and before we move on to the preview of the Jets, this is just going to cause a lot of questions, like I said earlier. And now we're getting to even look at that draft class of, of 20 when we drafted Tua. Right? Uh, I think it was what, 19 or the draft class of 19? Yeah, he's been, this is his third year now. So, fourth year. So, 18 or whatever, right? Now we have questions with Tua that ho- we, we drafted Igbanabi, uh, um, no. who sucks. Hasn't, hasn't found out great. And the offensive lineman uh, barely played a, a down this year. His name escapes me. Not little. Uh, whatever. That's another dude that we drafted that year. Third guy, you know, not playing for us. I don't know, man. Somebody, Somebody's going to have to look at this team and say what the hell is, is needed to get better because anything that we had that we thought we were good at, we're not good at. And that included the quarterback position, right? That included the defensive back position, and that also included the linebacker position. We're not good there. And even the offensive line. Because we lose our our main guy and everything else goes to shit. And look, and that's only the second game that Armstead has missed this year, right? So for everybody who was like, oh, he's not durable, he's not durable, the dude played a lot this year and he did his thing, you know? Um, what more could you ask for for this guy? But the Dolphins still have fate in their hands somehow, some way, right? We got a chance to, to make the playoffs and win this game against the Jets at home, right, who are coming off a loss. They're 79. Uh, they just got eliminated by the homie Geno Smith up in Seattle. They wrote them off. Yeah, and now they're looking to write us off. And this is a, one of those games that you were saying, just like the Patriors, uh, AFC East opponent, teams that you throw, at home. that you throw. That, that shit doesn't matter <laughs> anymore, dog. It shouldn't. Nah, but I'm a little more optimistic this nah, time. What, but for real, if 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 you had $1,000 to bet, Joel, would you bet on the Dolphins, dog? Yeah, I guess the Jets. Fa- no, no, no. Fuck fandom yes. aside. Yes. No. To cover the it's spread? It's the Jets, bro. To cover the spread. What's, I mean, what's the spread? It's four and a half. Now we're talking. Four and a half. Maybe not to cover the spread, but you money, money line, I'm betting the Dolphins. So $1,000 straight so, up. So then this is my point. That just shows you that 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 game is, is going to be pretty much close and even. Sure. Right? Because even if... Skyler but that's how division games are. Look at the Ravens and Steelers on Sunday night. That was, did you watch that game? I did. Dogfight, bro. But it was. But then, but, but then, again, the defense for the Steelers made plays. Find a way to take the ball away. Come up with sacks in timely manners. Our defense doesn't do that. No, so man. I don't feel confident in them turning up against the Jets because the Jets are going to find a way to make this game dirty. And the Jets know that on offense, we're not going to be able to move the ball. So it's going to be a brick wall trying to move a brick wall for fucking three hours. You know what I mean? I'm not confident heading into this game. Nothing that that would point to as history, uh, momentum, you know, anything, quarterback confidence, anything that you can point, def, nothing that you can point at to say, yeah, I'm super confident in this game. You you might be confident because you say, hey, I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm always going to be confident and we're playing at home. But that's the only thing you're holding on to as a Dolphins fan for most people. Yeah, that's about, that, that's, that about that, sums it up. That's about it, right? If this game is won by the Dolphins, if this game is won by the Dolphins, dog, we're going to need three things, all right? We're going to need... The defense to pitch a shutout either in the first or second half. We're going to need a, a shutout in one of the halves. All right. 
We're going to need zero turnovers by the offense. That means interceptions, fumbles, you name it, right? Zero turnovers. And number three, we're going to have to have less penalties than the Jets. That's a big one, man. That's a big one that gets easily overlooked. Because we have so many backups playing. What was that play that, that Martin pointed or that you pointed out, the uh, the Keon Crossing, where he was just dove into the receiver? Those type of dumbass penalties that kill us and kill drives. If we can eliminate those three things, then I would feel confident about the this Jets game. But I can't say that right now. Not today, Monday. Because even listening to Mike McDaniel speak at the press conference, he wasn't sure who's going to play quarterback. And I'm sure part of it is like the strategy to keep the Jets kind of guessing. But at the same time, I'm sure he's doubting who's going to be starting for him. Whether it's going to be Bridgewater with those fractured fingers or dislocated fingers that they're calling. Or is it going to be Skyler? Who knows, man? Who knows? I'm not feeling confident. I mean, 17, I think 14. I think it's going to be... That's my pick. I think it's going to be Skyler. I think they're going to have to play him. Um, Got to, right? But yeah, I, I agree, man. Going into it with Teddy, I didn't feel great. And it's, you know, if I'm going off the same logic as far as the sample size, you know, the the, the regular season, Skyler Thompson sample size hasn't been fantastic either. So it's like, I can't feel great, you know, with the rookie going in there. True. You know, over Teddy. That's that's also probably what went into the decision to start Teddy this past week instead of the rookie, you know. But now I think, you know, hey, if he can't grab the ball, he can't grip the ball, and that's you're on the quarterback, you know, that's your number one job, you know what I mean, is to grip it right. and grip it. Then I don't feel confident with Teddy under center, so I'd rather give Skyler the chance. Even though he had his own issue the last time he started, he had an injury that forced him out of the game early, early in the game too. So that's just a problem, man. Like we haven't been able to have anybody just kind of start and finish the game either for us. You know, so it's just been a lot of injuries. But um, this game, you said seventeen fourteen Dolphins. Um, I'm gonna go nineteen fifteen. I like it. It's going to be a weird one, bro. It's going to be like five field goals from the Jets. We're going to have a few ourselves. It, it feels like it's going to be a weird game, Joel, because I like we've seen these playoff-type games at the end of the season against these AFC East opponents, where there's the Bills last year, where they mopped us up. Uh, you know, where we played the Patriots to get either knocked into the playoffs or knocked out of the playoffs, the Jets. You know what I mean? Like, history has shown that this is going to be a tough game. It ain't going to be no cakewalk, dog. And the fact that we're at home doesn't make it any easier. But because now there's even more pressure on the team to deliver in front of the home fans. You do not want to go out like that after the season you guys had. You oh, do not man. want to go out like that, man. Um, let's see, bro. It's it's going to be a hard road. Oh. Hard road. But if they're capable and they can get some help, they might just make the playoffs, you know, back their way into it, bro, which would suck. Yeah, but... Better, better to be in the playoffs back then there than not in the playoffs. Absolutely. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens on Sunday. Um, let's let's flip on over to a team that's surging a little bit, improving little by little, right? That's our Miami Heat, who have done pretty good so far on this West Coast trip. They lost their first game against the Nuggets, which was a really close game. Really close. 124 good, to 119. Good Denver Nuggets team. Oh, real good Denver gotta, Nuggets You got to mention that. They got, you know, MVP in, in Jokic. In Number there. one in the West, Nuggets. You know what I mean? With uh, what's what's his face too, Murray? Yeah, the John T. Murray is such a baller, dog. That guy's such a baller, man. But for us, you know, we had a really great game by some guys that we weren't really expecting. Um, I felt like uh, Highsmith played a really good game defensively. Really bothered Jokic, you know, as much as he could. Jokic still did his thing, right? He he had he ended up with uh, twelve rebounds, twelve assists, and nineteen points. You can't stop that guy. You can only hope to contain him, right? Like they used to say. But you know, Bam actually balled out bro and Tyler Hero 
continue to show why he is in that or should be in that upper echelon. Or he is. Forget about should be. He is in that upper echelon of guards right now, man. It's just that he's not getting that notoriety because the Heat aren't winning as many games as we could be. Uh, but, you know, he balled that night, man. 9 of 18, 4 of 9 from three-point land. Um, also had 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Like, this dude really does bring it all to the table, except for his defense, which I guess you can kind of excuse, but he's getting better at it, right? But... For somebody like you, that's that's tough. That's tough for you to make a statement like that, man. Yeah, you man. don't forgive a lot of guys. I don't, especially when you hold them to a certain standard. I don't. Tyler Hero, we do, and no knock on him. But this is not a, a Tyler Hero bashing session. But right, that that definitely right there, man. That that ability to be a two way player, an elite two way player, is not only what's gonna elevate his status as one of the, the best, like the, one of the greats right now in the game. And also what's going to elevate this team from where we are right now to a contender, a yeah. true contender. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we, we love the minutes he gives us on offense, man, but we need to be able to get that also on defense. For sure. And I feel like he's improved a little bit, right? Because if you look at his he rebounding has. numbers, they've gone up. His steals have gone up this year. So he's active more, he right? He definitely has. The only thing that I feel like he needs to be a better defender is a little bit more defensive muscle, you know, a little bit more of that grit to run through screens, you know, really bother some of those bigger defenders um, that may or may be in his way when he's chasing somebody around, you know what I mean? But that's the next level for him. Sure. And he looks like he's trending in that direction because the main thing we, we, we questioned about Tyler Hero when he got here or even when we gave him the extension was, damn, is he going to be able to ball? Is he really a 20-point-per-game guy? No. No, no, no. no because I, I'll disagree. I don't think that's what we said. What we said was... In the playoffs. Can he do can that he do when, it he, in the playoffs? when it matters most? Because that's where he's been absent the last couple of years. But even last year, he, he had his little ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? When Bam came back, Jimmy I mean, was, he was out. six-man of the year, Six-man of the he year. He balled last year for us. But look how he's responding season. as a starter. You know what I mean? Where you're relying on me day in, day out to bring you at least 20 points per game. You know what I mean? And he's doing the damn thing, dog. The guy's averaging, uh, what is, what's that? He's averaging 21.4, uh, six rebounds per game, 4.6 assists while shooting 45% from the, from the field goal. Uh, man, really earning that check, you know? How he'll continue to play into the playoffs, we have to make it to see. But everything that Tyler Hero is contributing on a game-by-game game basis, it shows me that he's that next-level star that we need to pair next to Bam. Because even in that game against the Nuggets, Bam had his way, dog. 22 points, uh, hit 10 free throws, uh, 6 of 14 from the field. You know, didn't have that many rebounds. He ended up with 7. But still... Being active offensively. Solid numbers for Bam. Solid, right? Not the greatest, but solid considering the opponent and having to go up against Jokic, who's a beast down there, right? And still being able to find the rhythm and to get to the... And even draw all those fouls to get to the free throw line, right? That just shows you you're active around the paint. That's what I like most right now about his game is the fact that he, he is doing that more. He's getting more aggressive, getting Facts. to the rim. Something I've always bitched about, frankly. And he's getting to the line more. I mean, that you look you look at the Heat and who our best player has been. And D. Wade was an artist when it came to that. Drawing Facts. the foul and getting to the line. Jimmy now, our best player, what does he do well? Get to the free throw line, Gets baby. Get to the line. So, bam. It's it's only fitting that he follows in that not not changing not trying to play like D Wade or like Jimmy but play True. your game but understand where you can 
manipulate, you know, the defense to to draw them in for contact based on how you play. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And he's get, doing that more. And get yourself the easy buckets, right? Like if you get 13, 14, 15 opportunities at the free throw line and you shoot 85%, 80%, that's an extra 12 points that you're getting Facts. every night. So you just got to go out there, add another 10 to 12 points, 12 points, and now you're a 20 and 12 guy every single night, 22 and 12 guy every single night. You know, and look, we saw that bounce back against that Utah Jazz game where Bam came out again even stronger. Uh, 11 of 17 from the field, including 10 of 13 from the free throw line, right? And then over eight rebounds, five assists, uh, had, you know, a plus minus of six and ended up with 22 points. I'm sorry, 32 points. Beast. That's the game that we look at Bam and we're like, yo, this guy's dangerous. Imagine when he does this in the playoffs. That's the shit that makes him dangerous. Those because 30, Those 30-point games are big for him, bro. Right? Because it just shows you that he can put it all together. And then you look at uh, Tyler Hero right there next to him. Complimentary basketball. 10 of 20 from the field. 50%. Had uh, a bad night shooting the three. Only made three from 11. One of but, the biggest ones, though. But Exactly. One of the biggest ones, including the game winner. But he still hit six of seven free throws. Adding to his tally, right? Where he how ends many, the game with how 29. How many did Bam have? How many free throws? 10 of 13. That's a great average for a big man, dog. So, and then the other 20 points that he put up was, uh, all, most of them was in the paint, but. All work. Also, you know, a couple of them were, were the mid-range. transition. Yeah. Right. A couple in of mid-range shooting. shooters, right. Turn around, not seeing anything, just giving him space, pulling up, which is great. When you, you love to see Bam being able to get to the rim, get to the line, mm-hmm. and then be comfortable enough to take those, you know, mid to, to yeah, mid-range shots, really. He's yeah, not man. taking the long-range shots. He's taking the 12-footers, 10 to 12-footers. And, and he knocks them. those down easily. And look, that, that was what we kind of talked about when we wanted, when we were like, damn, bro, especially in the playoffs, like, bam, you need to take that shot because they're giving it to you. And he was hesitant to take the shot. And it's like, yo, bam, you need to take that shot. Get Make the a ball decision. down, get to the rim, or shoot it. Something. And he was hesitant. Now, it's the complete opposite of that. It's like, he gets the ball, and almost everybody knows that they're not probably getting that ball back unless it's the first pass of the set you know what I mean and then he's like alright I'll work it because I'm gonna see that ball in about two seconds Bam has really been stepping up you know exceeding expectations everybody had real high expectations for this dude this dude is exceeding expectations because even on nights like this right against the Utah Jazz where Jimmy was out because they're not he's not playing back to back anymore or or he wasn't playing back to back for the heat even though he just got cleared medically to start playing back to back we don't have another one until like mid February so we're going to get to see this trio really line up and face <clears throat> opponents consistently and see if this kind of turns into a spark that may push the heat even farther up in the standings because right now you know we're 19 and 18 we're currently eighth in the east but we know that we can be competing for more than this right like we're, we're not too far out and while things may not be the greatest if this team can continue to surround itself around the great play of bam hero adding some jimmy um if if Kyle Lowry can continue to be consistent, right? Don't Kyle, need him Kyle, to be Kyle's great. another one that we got to give him his kudos, man, because he has been playing not to the caliber again still that we want or would like him to be playing, but he's playing much better than he was last season. Yeah, for sure. And look, he's averaging 13 points on the season, almost 14 points on the season, and he had a bad game against the Jazz, but in that Nuggets game, he played really well. And like like we've spoken about, you know, I, I don't need him to be the man, but show up. 
be consistent. Make make sure that you're felt. You know what I mean? Don't don't make it seem like you disappeared in that score sheet, which is what he did on the on that Jazz game. Made it a little bit closer than what it should be, but it's fine because sometimes you have to rely on your big dogs, which is Tyler and and, and Bam. You know, and even Tyler hitting that shot, one legged runner. That just shows you how confident that dude is right now, dog. His 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 in his mind, he is the top dog on the team. Which is great. You want Bam to think that. You want Tyler to, to think that. You want Jimmy to have that in their mind, right? Because then when it comes to clutch time, you feel much more confident in those guys doing their thing. And they feel more confident in themselves to do that. But I say all of that to emphasize this needs to turn into wins. This effort means shit without wins and consistent wins. You know, they need to start to pull off, like I said, those winning streaks where it's a three-game winning streak, four-game winning streak, a five-game winning streak. Let's see them put that together because that's what really is going to show us, right, as fans that, all right, these guys are getting healthier, the chemistry is starting to build, and, and they're starting to achieve some type of cohesiveness heading into the second half of the season because we saw Victor Oladipo play well. We saw um, a lot of guys contribute, right, Highsmith and um, even gave visits since he came back. But... We need to see a consistency and in the form of wins. This West Coast trip is not going to be easy, right? You got the Clippers tonight while we're recording. And then you got another game right after that where you're playing the Lakers. And then you finish off the road trip against Phoenix. Not necessarily tough-ass teams, right? Because you can beat LA Clippers. You can beat the Lakers. That Phoenix team is going to be a, a real measuring stick for you. But if you head into that Phoenix stick after winning two games, three games in a row... Now you feel a little bit more confident. And even if you lose that game, you're like, damn, we had it. Still went four and two on our road trip. Take it. That's how you build success in the in the in the East. That's how you build success in an NBA. That's what we need to see from the Heat, which is what we haven't seen. We've seen a lot of inconsistency. Yeah. A lot of people want to point to the injuries and this, that, and the other. Cool. But now's the time that everybody's playing well. So you can't say, oh, this guy's playing bad. No, everybody's playing all right and they're doing their roles. Let's see that progress into wins and into consistent wins. That West Coast trip should set us up nicely for next week, man, because then we got another four straight home games, you know, against some good opponents, Brooklyn, OKC, uh, and then we got back-to-backs against Milwaukee. But it should leave it, leave us in a position where we're kind of moving up the Eastern standard uh, standings, you know? So Brooklyn, you know, if, if KD's playing, if Kyrie's yeah. playing, that's something to, you know, look out for. Always, always a tough battle. Yep. Uh, OKC... Should be winnable, but they're tough. Mm, I don't know. They got a winnable. great shooter in SGA. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gilchrist. Uh, no. Uh, Alexander Gilchrist or That whatever. guy. That guy. Um, yeah, I guess. But the the more worrisome thing is we got to face Milwaukee back to back. Yeah, but you got to get through the West Coast road trip, you know, and the, and and even that Brooklyn game, right? Like if you feel that you, you were successful on that West Coast road trip, you have a lot more confidence coming home to face a Brooklyn team and say, all right, we can beat these guys. Because Brooklyn is number one right now, in the, or number two in the East. Really good team, just as good as Boston almost, right? Go out there and beat them. The only way you can go out there and beat them is having momentum. How do you get momentum? You you finish that road trip that's not that hard at this point and finish strong. Beat the two LA teams. You don't even have to travel. You should be well-rested. Everybody should know the game plan. We should be ready to go. Jimmy's coming back like... Let's, let's get some wins, you know? We win these two games against the two LA teams and get three in a row... I really see us winning six games. 
Because at that point, it's all about momentum and us really having confidence in ourselves. And Jimmy being available. Bam continues to do his thing. Hero continues to do his thing. But they need the wins. Can't just be, give me all this good effort and lose. Win the fourth quarters. Win Don't let fourth, shit slide man. anymore. We got to win the fourth. Got to win the fourth. Got to win the fourth. I should have having a good opening half and... Oh, we play good and stats look all right, but we didn't get the dub. That that shit gets old quick, bro, especially when we're sitting in the eighth. I mean, that's not what we've seen from this Heat team. Absolutely There's no not. reason why we, sh- we shouldn't be a top five seed or, no, man. or better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and again, I, I, I'm saying it to burn these guys and I'm going to burn them, but it's because I know that or we all know that they have the talent enough to be, you know, Playing much better. Shouldn't be one of those teams that is like, ah, oh, man, we suck that bad. We don't know. Nah, the Heat aren't that. When you look at their roster the, and, and what we have and who's playing well and the numbers, that we're not that. We should be way better than what we are right now. For sure. Got to get I these agree. two wins. Yeah, these are going to be two big Stay ones. Stay up tonight. Watch that Clippers game and watch the game against the Lakers so oh. you can see us beat LeBron. That's going to be tough, but Stay up, dog. Take a nap during the day and do your thing. Tomorrow? I mean, I guess I could try. You can do it. It's possible. It's possible. You know, um, we got to we gotta talk about the Panthers right now, man. And and I almost wore a Panthers shirt today, right? I didn't. I, I om- see that. I almost wore the Panthers shirt, but I was like, nah, nah. No. They got to they gotta earn it. They got to earn it because. I was going to wear my Panthers hat to the golf, and I didn't. You see? You see? Because when you look at it, they've lost, what, mm, five out of the last six. And then when you look at it, the last nine games, they've lost six out of the last nine, like. That's atrocious. That's, that's not, not the Panthers, Panthers team hockey. that we've seen here, bro. Hell no. And I, I, I might not have lost for words, but I, I really think it all has to do with the coach, dog. His yeah. attitude has really been shitty. The the way that he speaks to the media, the, the, the emphasis that he's putting out there, it just doesn't feel like this team is behind him, dog. How long do you think they give him? I think he gets to the end of the year. Because this team is talented. End of the season, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you this think team is get them out of there before. Homie, this team is way too talented, way too talented. They brought him in here because he had the pedigree, he had the experience, he had the the you know what I mean the the quote unquote know how to take this team to the next level. And if anything, all we've seen is a regression with this team, which is crazy to say that when you have a couple of the best players in the NHL, including Carter Verhage and Matthew Kachuk. That's wild. Matthew Kachuk has 43 points on this team. You know, Rahegi's right behind him with 31, leading the team in goals with 18. Like, this is not a team that is lacking anything except for defense. Whatever it is that's going on defensively with the, with the schemes, it is not working because the Panthers are one of the bottom teams when it comes to allowing goals. One of the bottom teams. And that's, again... Very unlike Florida Panthers hockey that we've been accustomed to seeing over, over the, the last, last five years. For sure. Over the Easy, last five. right? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say definitely the last three years, but yeah. I mean, even even a little bit before then, you can you can say we've been better than what we're playing right now. I mean, to lose five out of the last six, so that's devastating, bro. I mean, again, bro, you look at when you're looking at how we're losing is what kills you. We got shut out the other day. That hasn't happened in over a year and a half. Four zip when we lost. Four zip. 
That had to happen when we lost uh, to the Carolina uh, Hurricanes. Did we, did we not have or Hagee or Kachuk or was everybody's we, been healthy and everybody everybody's been, been playing, bro? Nobody's really missing. That's like hurting, hurting. Oh, we us. played without hockey sticks that game. Is that what happened? <laughs> Only the goalie didn't have a hockey stick. He was using his bare teeth, <laughs> which is not uncommon for hockey players to use their teeth to block hockey pucks. But for real, man, these these are things. That were not supposed to happen. And and the only thing that you can point to as a big time change, besides the Matthew Kutuk tree, is the change in coach. I said it earlier. I don't know if these guys really want to play for this dude. I don't know if they have the fire and belief in this coach. Because they were used to whoever else was getting the best out of them. Maybe his style doesn't work. Maybe his style is too aggressive. It's too abrasive. I don't know, but but the talent is there on this team. It's not like we're hurt and we've lost guys for three months and two months. This guy was out for, Konya, we lost Spencer Knight for 12 weeks. None of that has happened, dog. The guys have been rotating in and out. Big Bob has given up goals. Spencer Knight has given up goals. Bro, we, we've given up 131 goals this year. That's way too many goals. What? 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 And we've only scored 124. So, again, the, the the defensive principles that's happening on this team are not working. Defense is pretty much the same. Joel, nothing has really changed on the defense, right? What the hell is happening with these Panthers? And and if, if they don't fix it quickly, they're going to find themselves out of the playoffs completely. You know, being 16, 18, and 4 on the season, below 500, Again, losing f- three out of your last five or uh, th- uh, three at four out of your last six, that's not the way to be heading if you're a Panthers fan. Maybe this team needs a trade. Maybe they need a spark. Somebody needs to get benched, suspended. I don't know. A big fight needs to happen. I don't know. Maybe we need to kill a some fight. more rats. Something. <laughs> something needs to happen to galvanize this team, dog, because at, at the moment, they have nothing, dog, and they've only been holding it together by the like skin of their teeth. Yeah, I can't I, I can't really say we need to make a trade for somebody or something because we've seen this, this pretty much same unit, same team do much better than it's doing right now, and this is not how we're going to make the playoffs. I mean, where are we standing right now, dog? How, how, right how, now, we're in the we're, we? we're in the second to last spot in the East. Right below, right ahead, Montreal. So we're in the four, five, six, seven spot. Yikes! Under five hundred, sixteen and eighteen. And there, and bruh, there's not too many teams that are far from from us, dog. You know what I mean when it comes to that. There are not Yikes. too many teams far from us, and that's in the Atlantic. So even even worse as it stands right now, like Panthers are pretty much out of the playoffs. If you think about it. If the season ended today, if it ended today, yeah, out of the playoffs, who would you blame for that? The GM who just made a bunch of moves to get the guys here, or the coach that he hired? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going with the coach. Go, definitely going with the coach. And for me, again, for for us, right? Because you and I are not Panther hardcore, born and bred. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people out there um, that do that. Tomorrow's game against Phoenix is huge at home because we don't have the greatest of home records. We're 96, barely above 500 there. We need a win in the worst way to stop the skid. Like, there's a lot of pressure on this game because you're facing an Arizona team who's not good. They're worse than you are, you know, 13 and 17 on the season. You're going to let these guys come in here and beat you on your home ice? 
I don't know. Can't lose to those under 500 teams. No, no, no. No, no, no. <sighs> no, no, no. And the road is going to... What's their mascot? Who? The Coyotes. Coyotes. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's fitting. It's perfect, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Let's see what this Panthers team has, a, a, you know, in store. Because, like I said... They didn't end 2022 off great. Nope. So they need, they need to start off 2023 with a bang. Yep. A terrible December for them, man. Terrible December. Way more losses than wins. We terrible had, December. I mean, we as a sports town had a really bad month of December. Yeah. It wasn't even just, just the Panthers. Like. And let me tell you, for the Panthers, it's not going to get any easier because that game, that home game tomorrow or tonight, by, by the time you guys are listening to this, is their last home game before they hit the road. Four straight against some top teams in the West. You got them visiting Detroit. You got them visiting Dallas, Colorado, Vegas. Tough teams. Tough, tough teams. And the Panthers are terrible on the road. Mm. Not good. Not good at all. Not good. Let's see what happens. Um, I guess we got to talk about the only real bright spot right now when it comes to, um, you know, South Florida sports or athletics. And that's the Miami Hurricanes basketball team, baby. Crazy, dog. The U, baby. We back. March Madness, baby. We back. March Madness is right around the corner. It is, dog. And you know what? It's it's great, dog. You know how much I love Coach L, man. You know yeah. how much I love that dude, dog. Yep. And he's such a good guy, such a class act. What a great coach. And for him to continuously to, like, build up this program, find guys in the portal, get guys to commit here. Because he's not a young, flashy coach. And then, nah, he's not selling these kids' dreams and all that shit. He's like, you want to come to UM, play basketball in Miami, and get really far and beat some teams in the ACC? Come rock with your boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's what he does, bro. And he finds ways to to get players down here. Well, these guys the, are having an amazing season, 13-1, ranked 12th so far in the and season. That's coming off of a really good season last yes, year. Yes, sir. Where he made it, I think, to the Sweet 16. Yes, the sir. Final four. So, I mean, this is really, really good to see this Hurricane team performing this way right now, getting some big wins. Yeah, that game that game against Notre Dame was huge, and they won that game quite decisively, bro, you know? And even their best player, Isaiah Wong, didn't have his greatest of games that year, that game, but he's still averaging 17 on the season, uh, leading the team in, in points and assists with four and a half. And they got the the legend from Nicaragua, uh, Norchard Omeyed, Who's from? Who is that? He's. He, I just said his name, bro. I know, but who is that? The legend. Oh, Nicaragua. Well, he's a big center that they got in the transfer portal. This guy, kids, a giant from the blue fields of Nicaragua. Shout out to my dog Frisco. And um, yeah, you know this kid has been beasting, really holding it down, especially defensively, um, leading the team in rebounds with nine and a half per game. So this kid's a big block out there, which just makes it easier for the team to rely on knocking down shots because they know that this dude is is working hard to get the rebounds. Hell yeah. Um, especially you know, people don't really pay attention to college basketball until it gets into March Madness. I, I'm one of them, right? But with this Hurricanes team, it's it's it really pays to pay attention because they're getting into ACC play now, and that's why they really start to face some tough opponents: the Dukes, the North Carolinas, um, the Louisville's, Clemson's, uh, you know, uh, Virginia Tech, Florida State, all of those teams that are that are within their conference and in their division. And those, those are real tough games because a lot of those kids are recruited by the same schools and they end up going here and there and then they end up going somewhere else through the portal. Coach L has always really dominated the ACC or ACC play, right? He's got huge wins against North Carolina. When Coach K, uh, when uh, Dean Smith, uh, not Dean Smith, what's this other dude? Roger Williams, Rory Williams was there. Big wins there. Uh, beat Coach K a bunch of times, right? While he was at Duke with hurricane teams. This dude knows how to navigate the ACC. If he can do that yet again this season, 
he can find himself being in the top five, top six ranked nation uh, nationally heading into the tournament, which only means that you're getting much better seating. You know what I mean? To make a real pl- a, a run into the into that tournament. This could be a real potential historic season for the for the Hurricanes basketball team, which is crazy to say, coming off of a historic uh, basketball season for this Hurricanes team. Yeah, but I think the seeding, I mean, that's great. Yeah, definitely, because it gives you the Helps. respect. It definitely gives you that notoriety, like, oh, they, they were ranked number one, number two. They were a one seed, a two seed, uh, three seed, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be this year. Um, but the seeding don't matter in the in March Madness. It's how you it bring matters. it. And, and last year, Coach L, man, he showed – them boys know how to bring it, man, against, against some good opponents that they're able to put it together. Wire-to-wire victories, man, you know, just just um, it, real fundamental basketball. That's what, that's what I love seeing about college basketball. It's like it's not like the NBA where, like, you got a lot of these prima donnas and stuff like that, and it's a little bit yeah. it's a little different. Like, you see a little bit more fundamental, more technical stuff, uh, and, and that's what I'm looking forward to, man. I want to watch one of these games pretty soon, hopefully one of these ACC big opponents we got. You know what? Be a good one. Can't, we have something planned for the next time they're at home, but we may be able to sneak one in when you get back from your trip. I'll show you, and All we'll right. talk about it. All right, we'll check it out. Um, yeah, hell yeah. We'll go out there for a game. <laughs> Love that place, man. Uh, yeah, let's wrap this thing up, doggy. But you know what? Before we do, I got to make a big shout-out to the two teams that made the college football national championship game. Uh, number three, Ohio State, got beat by Georgia, uh, or beat up Georgia, and number four, TCU, with the big upset against Michigan, man. Uh, we both wanted TCU to win, right? <laughs> yep, and they won. And they won, which was really good to Michigan's see. a bunch of choke artists. And Ohio State. Hardball. It's hardball, dog. He can't win the big one. And Ohio State lost because they're a bunch of choke artists. That was a harder loss, though, dog. That one was rough, man. On a walk-off field goal, walk right off field goal. midnight to start the year, yeah, that's how you lose. Georgia survives, and and they're Yikes. and Hackett played bad for uh, for Georgia. Kid played real bad Who's for somebody. That? He's the quarterback for Georgia. Oh, Had a no, that's terrible not, game. His name's not Hackett. It's, it's uh, uh, something with a B. Yeah, I can't remember. Right now, but yeah, I know who you're talking you about. You know who I'm talking about, man. Whatever. He had a really rough game. And you, you could tell that he felt the world pressure get off of him. Because when that kid missed that kick, the kid, that quarterback could not stop crying. He was like, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. You see something with a Some B. white boy. The fourth, I think, too. Bruh. White ass name. And again, he played like dog shit. And his defense bailed him out. And... um you know what? We have to give a shout out to the quarterback too for Ohio State because that kid balled out. He balled out, man. Uh, number seven, I forget his name, man. Yeah, they were they were they were both good games, but now we got a national championship. TCU, yeah. Georgia. I don't think uh, I don't think George I don't think Georgia's losing this game. Nah, it's gonna be hard to see those guys lose uh, play bad games back to back like that, right? Because yeah. now they have two weeks before they play and plenty of time to get, get things corrected, get kids healthy. So let's see. If I had to pick an early favorite, which we'll do official. If I had to pick an early favorite, I'm sure that Georgia would be favored by probably like less than a touchdown, yeah, if not sure. a touchdown. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's see, uh, bro. But start of the year, it's gonna come start coming quick. So we gotta, yeah, <clears throat> we gotta stay on top of it because guess what? Us is starting back up right now. What's starting back up? PGA season. Yes, sir. And we got a lot more golf content coming y'all way. So we gotta get ready for that. They're gonna be in the West Coast swing out in Hawaii and shit. They're yes, gonna have sir. some prime time golf, some golf late at night. This is some of the best golf to watch. It's like. Friday at 8 o'clock at night that you're watching golf instead of during the day. I'm telling you, I'm bro. I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah, bro. Me too, man. I, I, I feel like 2023 is going to be a jam-packed year for us, bro. We got the interview this Saturday, potential another interview next week. Uh, got the uh, There Will Be Blood Bad Blade Davis event on next Saturday. 
A lot of stuff going on, bro. A lot bro. of stuff. A lot of stuff. So we got to stay on top of it for y'all. But Absolutely, man. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Absolutely. And make sure you guys continue to support us on our way to 500 subscribers on YouTube. So if you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit a like on our latest videos and drop a comment. And if you already subscribed, get your mama's phone, get your daddy's phone, get your baby mama's brother's sister's phone and hit that subscribe button on their YouTube and then help us boost the viewers because we want to continue to bring you this content which is amazing because nobody else is bringing it to you in South Florida and if you did all that stuff already then go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend tell another friend to tell one more friend about this amazing podcast you guys know what to do make sure to follow us on social media and until next time peace peace